Welcome back to Two Broke Teen Moms Grew Up. This is Jess. And this is Joe. We are back on the second part of our last episode. Thank you guys for coming back. I invited Joe to be able to finish um, a really important podcast with me, um, to finish our story and uh, continue on where we left off. But first, I would like to ask you how your weeks were. My how were weeks. the last two weeks? My weeks were good. How were yours? <laughs> you always look so scared. I'm not scared. Or surprised. I'm not like, are you scared of anything. How was your weeks, honey? My weeks were fine. Thank your you weeks very were good? much. Good. Yes. Good, good. They were awesome. Good. And nothing new, huh? Just prom. Did we have prom last time? I think we had prom last time. We had prom. Um, oh, we had uh, lacrosse, lacrosse kids over. Games, lacrosse kids over. Yeah. Um, had to clean the garage. Exciting, exciting <laughs> adult parent stuff. I mean, I guess that's not much. That's a good thing. Yeah. No. I mean, it's just normal. Normal stuff. Um, Don gets to have his vaccine soon yep that we'll all be vaccinated that's exciting he does he got um, his permit he got his permit yeah i had to take him to get his permit at the dmv which is ridiculous right now i sent you a picture of the line yeah going around the building and then like around another building and <laughs> into an alley <laughs> it had to be like a four-hour line yeah and that was when it opened yeah unbelievable so but yeah, he has his permit. Philippe is graduating. There's so much going on. Um, Joey's writing a book. I don't know that he wants to share that yet. But there well, you go. Nice there we go. Well, you, you talked news. about the other two, so. Oh, we don't talk about him? Well, I'm just saying, if you're going to try and little, little nuggets of information about two of them, you might as well throw I in I was going to say Joey's moving home from school. Oh, well, you didn't yet, so yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, He's not writing a book. Anyway, so last week we filled you in and dropped a bombshell on you guys, letting you know how um, our youngest of three boys, Donnie, was diagnosed with the Wilms tumor in May of 2007. Uh, we left off uh, when we were sent home from the hospital um, and he had received his first couple, uh, no, yeah, he had his first radiation at mm -hmm. the hospital. We had, were transported to the hospital. Um, so we would have to drive from home to the children's hospital and then they would transport us, uh, via ambulance to the radiation hospital, mm -hmm. um, to receive radiation. Yeah. And that was tricky. Like how many times how often were the radiation treatments they were every day they had to be it was every, every day. day consecutively yeah and at the same time every day too right at the like, same yes yeah so you were just getting into an ambulance and like speeding over to the other hospital to yeah um and then the reason that happened was because 
um, of his SVT. I looked it up. It's SVT that he had. That's oh, when his heart rate. Those are the letters yes. you're talking about. When his heart rate wouldn't come down. Never they wouldn't regulate. Um, so because of that, he had to go in an ambulance in case something happened. Right. He was under the care of. Uh, like, yeah. The emergency hosp- medical. Right. And they could bring him back to the hospital in case something happened. Yeah. So nothing happened the first few times he went for radiation. Yeah. And then the first time I went by himself, mm-hmm. I drove him there, parked the car. It was like, you know, I hadn't been there by myself. Like I hadn't had to take a car or anything right. like that. And then he, they allowed me to go back to have him to be with him while he's being put to sleep like under being put under and this is the first time by myself yeah and don stopped breathing in my arms while he was falling asleep oh god these memories that some of these things like i i think i i think i'm made myself forget them some of them uh like i remember that but i just haven't thought of it and so much of this i haven't thought about i just don't like thinking about it you know yeah and it's it's like just being there again and he his lips turned purple and he hadn't taken he hadn't inhaled and i was like he's not breathing and i remember like having to think quickly because I knew that if I reacted, they would make me leave. Like I had that sense that they would make me leave. If you, if, if you I freaked, freaked out. out. Yeah. And I, they told me to lay him on the table and they had to reverse the sleeping medicine. Uh-huh. And then like, you know, I was like, okay. And I just stepped aside cause I didn't want to leave. I wanted to make sure he was fine. I stepped yeah. aside and um, he always had his Winnie the Pooh with him, and I just held the Winnie the Pooh. And then he coughed, and he made a bubble, yeah. a spit bubble in his mouth. And I, they were like, okay, he's breathing. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You, I wasn't there with no. you for that. I, and, it was, I mean, we everything was supposed to be fine. And I had, so the whole time, you know, I felt like my job as a husband and a dad was to try to keep you calm and um you know make sure that you know that everything's gonna be okay and everything's gonna be all right and it's super hard uh none of this is easy none of it is easy but it's it's hard to not freak out too and try to you know tell the other person that it's gonna be okay um when you're scared to death too, you know? Yeah. And I was sitting there and like, I had to leave the room and act like, like I was by myself. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. That's when I met Sue and her daughter, Megan. Yeah. I was crying. I had just talked to you and I was, I, I don't remember the sequence of that, but I was crying into his Winnie the Pooh and she came over and talked to me. And, um, sweetest family in the world, man. Yeah. Such good people. Um, Megan had to be like 15. Yeah, I was going to say 16. Yeah, 15, 16. And um, beautiful Irish um, 
cutest girl in the world. Young lady. and Such a sweet girl. If we found out that day that, you know, she had the same cancer that Don had. Mm -hmm. um, they were amazing. Amazing. She introduced me to the other family, Renee and Christian. Renee, Christian's mom. Because she had three boys, too, mm -hmm. at the time. But then, oh, gosh. <laughs> There's like a you have to have some kind of a release after that happens, right? Some kind of a, I don't know, a release of energy or something. The tension that uh, you're the feeling. The tension, yeah. yeah. And after I left, I lost my ticket for the parking. Uh huh. And <laughs> the lady that. at the place would made, told me I had to go back upstairs and get another ticket or oh, back down to wherever so you it was. saw a target. On her forehead? So, I did see it, but she, poor woman got it. I was like, are you kidding me? I will pay whatever you want me to pay right now. I My son just had an incident on the table. My 17-month-old getting radiation. You want me to take him out after being sedated and being loopy? You want me to take him out of his car seat, go upstairs and get a ticket for you? I was so mad. I was like, these people, people that go to the hospital aren't like there for fun. No, it's not like you can deal with more crap that you, you, you know, than How your RDR. How much more convenient can you make their visit? Well, just run back up. What's the big deal? It's only like 14 floors and, I was and so another mad. 25 minutes. I don't even know. I don't even, I, I could have driven my car through the thing. I don't even know. <laughs> Like, I really don't even know what happened. I don't well, know how she let me through. I don't know if somebody came out. I don't even, I don't know what happened. I think she probably just let you out. I would, uh, but if I remember it wasn't going to end well for her if she would have come. I think me. she probably sensed that, you know, um, like this is pretty dumb. <laughs> but yeah, that, that happened. So that was like his, maybe third or fourth radiation treatment. And then we completed those. Um, we continued going and completed those. Um, that was, uh, I don't I don't think I ever went by myself after that. No. We met some really cool people. I, um. But they, sorry, go ahead. It's funny. Another thing I hadn't thought about, I, I worked overnights then also. I was in printing and um, I worked overnights and, you know, my bosses knew what was going on. This was like a, so the place that I worked closed and a whole bunch of us who worked at the place that closed went to a new shop, a new printing shop. And personally, I hated it. I hated it there. I hated everything about it there. It just wasn't. It was terrible. It was a complete opposite of the last place. Anyway, I told my boss, like, hey, my son has, you know, for instance, a chemo. Um, he's got he's got to get chemo today. Like, I can't come in tonight. And, you know, initially they're like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever you need, whatever you need, we're here for you. Well, like, you know, after the fourth time of, you know, needing to take a day off because your son has chemo, then they're like, you know, I've... He he says, I I really feel like you're starting to use this as an excuse to take time off. And I I I don't think I've ever wanted to beat somebody to death <laughs> so bad 
I couldn't work there anymore after that. I uh, it was it, the parking lot attendant. <laughs> for me. Th- for you. Yeah. This was him, and I couldn't yell at him. You know. Um, right. Right. He's my boss. But God, I wanted to. I was ready to. I was ready to lose it. So I got out of there as soon as I could after that, um, and found a new job. But yeah, um, quick. People forget pretty quickly, you know, that they offered to well, I think help you people, out when you I think need unfortunately, a day off. and I don't want to play that. I mean, I don't want to. I'm not taking sides, but people like forget. They don't know. They're not in your shoes, so they just think that oh, what's the big deal? So he's getting came with it. Oh, what's the big deal? Uh, I'm sure he's dead now. I, I'm sure he's. He was an old man now. who. He was a okay, crotchety old son of a. Anyway, um, so Don finished uh, radiation, and we found out then after all this, um, he was staged at stage three, um, Wilms tumor, which meant it was in his kidney. It was a full tumor in his kidney, and they did find some. Um, trace of cancer in his lymph nodes so it had mastocized to a lymph node which meant he needed more aggressive um, chemotherapy for a longer period of time so he received three different kinds of chemotherapies uh, all intravenously and um... (laughs) it's okay honey It's not easy to talk about. It's like we're reliving it's, it. It is. Yeah. Um, he lost his hair. Uh, I'll give you a break for a second. Um, we we buzzed his his hair, um, because we knew it was gonna fall out. So, we we gave him a buzz cut, and um, he had this really long, curly hair. Um such a cute baby um and and i had him in the bath um that was before we cut it you had him in the bath no 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 i we cut his hair it was buzzed i had him in the bathtub and i was washing him i was rinsing him off and stuff and he was happy he was good his scar had uh his his um his incision incision had started to heal i mean it was healed um and I was washing his hair, and I kind of like put my hand on his head and moved it towards the back of his head, and his hair was short. But as I as my hand passed over it, like the pieces just flew right off, little little pieces of hair, and it was just like a bald head afterwards, like it all just fell off. Like I can still see it. I know exactly what it looked like. Like I like I'm. Like it's there right now, you know, and uh, I thought to myself, like, man, I am never, never gonna forget that, like that. Uh, and I, I remember saying, like, hey, his, honey, his hair is falling out now. Um, but it's cool. Like he looks good, you know. Yeah, that was. Uh, but hey, we finished. We went through treatment. Um. 
you know, there are so many side effects to chemotherapies and there's so many things that could go wrong. And, you know, they explain all that to you. Um, we had to get him special, um, like high top shoes so that, um, he wouldn't get drop foot, which meant, um, one of the chemotherapies would like weaken his ankles. Um, and, uh, you know, there was just so many different things that we had to just watch out for. Gosh, the first one, he, one time he got, um, one of the chemotherapies and it was like a red medication and I got home and he was still in diapers then. And, um, his diaper was oh. bright red. Yeah. It looked like blood. No, it looked like, no, it looked like, well, yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Like new blood. And, like um, it, it was uh, scary to see it. Yeah, and I called. But before I called, I remember, because remember they gave you that big binder. And I looked in it and I was like, oh, it says right here that yeah. this one could cause red urine. urine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just, at that time, you guys, you just, I, we just, you honestly just put your head up and you just keep pushing forward like there's nothing else if you were to wallow and um feel bad for yourself or or like it, you there's no way of getting out of it at that point you just all i had to do and all my focus was on him and my other kids and just getting through it and yeah just doing what you're supposed to do uh you know ask questions and i I learned so much, so much more than I ever wanted to know. Um, but you are your child's advocate. You are their number one. You're their voice. You are, um, your mother's intuition is your God-given tool. Um, trust it. Use it. Um, take advantage of it. Um, we're lucky to have it. Uh, don't ever, if your kid is in pain in a doctor's office, if you don't feel right with the doctor, if your kids, um, uh, I don't, you know, heaven forbid they need to be in the hospital and they're tired or they want to, what well, video game in the room or they want a different movie, anything to make them comfortable, you are their voice. You need to ask for it. You need to get it for them. Um, there really truly isn't, um, anything that you shouldn't be comfortable speaking up for your kids. Um, I mean, I used to flush Donnie's port. I used to, um, put cream on him before we left for the hospital. So yeah, that the numbing cream, the numbing cream, he would as freak soon, out. Yeah. As soon as he saw that coming out, he would freak out. Yeah. He did not like getting the, the I think it was like having the sticker pulled off that he hated yeah, more than probably. anything. Uh, but yeah, he would freak out. Yeah. Like time. even now he doesn't like band-aids. No, I didn't care um, back then about much except for, you know, doing what was right in front of us and, and just doing it and trying not to screw up and just doing what we're supposed to do. Like um, the English people had a saying in World War II, just keep calm and carry on. And that's kind of what it was, you know. Just try to stay calm and keep pressing forward, you know. Um, as I, like I was saying with now, I I don't want to offend anybody that isn't faithful or, um, you know, 
doesn't believe in the same things I believe in, and that's fine. I I am you believe or not believe in that is your right. Um, but for me, what got me through all this with my son was my faith, and um, it was hard. I mean, Joe will tell you, I we the when we found out we cried. Um, I asked him why I asked him to, I asked my husband to tell me why God would let this happen. And uh, I was mad and I was angry and, um, you know, he had like, he had to tell me like, that's not how, like, that's not how it happens. Like God doesn't say this isn't a test. God doesn't say I'm going to test you. He doesn't do that to you. Um, I don't like the saying either. I don't like the, you only get enough more than you you don't get more than you can handle i don't like that saying because that's nowhere in the bible um (laughs) there's nowhere god never said that jesus never said that no he um i do know that god will help you through your anything that you're going through you ask for it and he'll help you through for guidance you pray for guidance and um that is what got me through it and I lived by frog that time, F-R-O-G, which stood for uh, fully rely on God. Um, I can't tell you what my life would have been like if it didn't um, end up the way that it did. Um, I can't, I don't know how I would feel. I don't know how, you know, angry I would be. I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to talk about it. Um. I'm trying to be as open as possible as I can. And I, um, but when you're in that situation, when you're dealing that with that and you're faced with all that and you think about things that could happen, there's really, you really have no choice but fully rely because, um, yeah. There's not much you can do to a point. Right. You know, at a point you're relying on the doctors and, and you know, whatever is going to happen. Right. So, yeah, you can do the best you can. Um, but at a point it's out of your control and you're you're helpless to do anything to change it. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, the people who would say, oh, you know, God never gives you more than you can handle. I would, I remember saying to people like you. I'm definitely at my limit here. Like, uh, anymore, like, I'm going to break, man. Like, this is, you can push you to your limit for sure. So, just shut up. <sighs> but Don, who finished treatment um, right before, before I want to think, he finished treatment on November 20th. Uh-huh. Right before his second birthday. Yeah. Um, he had scans right before then. And we celebrated. We had a tr- um, his second birthday and a free scan, a cancer-free scan party. Mm-hmm. Remember Big Elmo party? No. I don't remember it at all. You don't? The no. carnival one? The carnival With the Elmo? One. Where did we, we have it? At the... At, Clubhouse. I have zero memory of it at all. I think uh, we threw we we I had we had coin we had the bottle toss. I remember it now. Yeah, we it was had, at the it was at the clubhouse. We gave out gold goldfish. I, I Jess, it was just such a 
we made scrapbooks. We made a scrapbook for Don. I remember that. Yeah, my cousin wrote something. and Yeah, your cousin wrote something. My brother wrote something. Yeah. Yeah, it was just... It was a huge celebration, a relief. And then they wanted to wait till the beginning of the year, till after the beginning of the year to have his port removed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I'm not going into the new year with his port. Yeah. I was not. I remember that. I was like, no, we. I would like to have it removed before. So then that was another big surgery because we knew what happened the first surgery with his heart. Because it's connected to his arteries. Yeah. yeah. We were like, you know, what... I was like, I don't want to wait any longer. I want it done. I don't want to go into the new year. I want it just to be done. Yeah. Um, and they removed it, and thank God everything was good. Do you remember when he went under that time? Oh, and he and he was loopy as hell? No, that was a scan. Yeah. Uh, when he went under that time? Yeah. No. He was in his old man pajamas. I think I have a picture of it. Oh. The striped pajamas. Yeah, I remember those pajamas. Yeah. Gosh. Um, another thing, like I, I just had him come out a few minutes ago and I was like, Hey, lift up your shirt. And he thought I was a weirdo, but I was like, Hey, no, I want to see your scar. Um, and I, and I said, uh, that it was up to his collarbone. That's totally wrong. It's, it was, uh, his scar is, it was from, well, your, your collarbone, you're thinking of the, the port, the port. Yeah. That's where his port was. Yeah. Uh, but it, 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 um, it was under like where the, bottom of his ribs are down to his belly button is is what the incision was right but when you're all torso as a baby <laughs> yeah <laughs> like this. no it was huge it was yeah. a huge part of his body yeah um but i'm just i'm clarifying because i think i said oh. it, it went from like his oh collarbone to his belly button but that i'm just clarifying from the last episode so just so you guys know, after treatment, we still, going back to the last episode, I could not start his vaccines for a year after treatment. He could not have any shots, nothing. He couldn't have any um, vaccines after that. So I really regretted not getting his vaccines in the beginning. Yeah. And that's how we started talking about this, talking yeah. about the vaccine. Yeah. No. That is how. I mean, I guess, yeah. Um, And then during treatment, this is another thing. I mean... When I say controlled chaos, I promise my life is controlled chaos. Um, during treatment, I remember him standing. He was standing because he was a brat. He was a little baby. Standing on the counter in our kitchen next to the refrigerator. And I offered him a bite of my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, God. And the kid jerked back as if I gave him salsa a hot pepper a hot pepper Mm -hmm. and he turned i don't even know how to explain it he turned his body had a line from the middle of his uh, from the middle of it from his forehead all the way down half of his body turned red and the other half was white it was the weirdest reaction so he had a reaction to the peanut butter yeah And I called the doctor and they said that because he was in treatment and he was receiving chemotherapy, the chemotherapy sees um, foreign objects as a threat so that it could be, yeah, yeah. so that it could be just reacting with the peanut butter to not give him um, peanut butter while he was in treatment. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we found out. That, that, that hasn't gone after away. After treatment, yeah. uh, Christmas, after his treatment, that 
not in 2007, but in 2008, he had um, a reaction, full-on reaction Christmas Eve, so a year later. But... Yeah, so he's allergic to peanuts. Yeah, peanuts, yep. Yeah. But... It was uh, just another thing. Yeah, that's a whirlwind. Yeah, but, I mean, like, looking back at it now, man, this is easy. Like, regular life is easy. (laughs) Just after after living through that, then you can take a breath and you're like, oh, my God, this is so great now. Do you, I mean, for me, I don't want to speak for you, but when you go through something like that, your life is put into a different perspective that I don't want anybody to have to go through it to realize the perspective of there's so much more to life than being liked, than um, impressing anybody, than having the right purse, than having the right shoes. It's just... Life is so fragile. Life is, it, it could, it could be, it could be gone in an instant. I mean, you. <sighs> it's easy to forget that stuff too, though. You know. Oh, it, I mean, it is, but like, it's for me, for me, again, I'm not speaking for you, but for me, like, just, I, you never forget that. You I you never forget it. Uh for me I I agree 100%. Still in day-to-day you know, living, you still get caught up in in little things. I do. You know, I get caught up in insignificant things that like when I think about it like what this shouldn't matter to me at all. Um when you put it into perspective um, but you know, it's just because you're not thinking about serious, serious stuff all the time, you know, you're going about your daily life and, um, you know, little things get on your nerves when, if you're looking at it through those lenses, you're like, uh, what, like, what's a big deal, you know? Um, but I never had that perspective prior to. Right, and I don't want anybody, like, I don't, you shouldn't have to go through a traumatic experience or almost losing one of your children to have that perspective. No, like, just learn it from us, you know, if you can. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Guys, I promise. I know I say it a lot, but just enjoy everything. Enjoy the craziness. Enjoy the no time to yourself enjoy the rushes to the grocery store the i mean just it all slows down it can all go away um it's all of it is just we're lucky to have it we're lucky to enjoy it when or or be able to look back at it and we're extremely extremely lucky man i uh I never, ever forget how lucky we are. Every single day I think about how lucky we are. So, like, for years after, um, 
Don finished treatment, we would have fundraisers and um, we would raise money for childhood cancer. We would raise awareness because at that time um, there was, we didn't know that childhood cancer awareness was a month was in September. Um, we um, would do walks. Um, our first team, well, we started the teams. We were um, known as the mob, um, M-O-B. And the first team we were the um, Don Monaco family mob. And we had the Godfather t-shirts done with tuxedo shirts. Yeah, you're going to have to put those on Instagram or something. Yeah, they were so fun. Um, that was before they started having like teams and walking. Well, I think they were like, everybody wear blue shirts or something like that. But it wasn't it wasn't like what no. it is now, I don't think. Yeah, and they don't have that that um, cure searches. No, in, they don't have the, that particular anymore. walk anymore. No. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, it was just, I mean, we were so involved in it. We were involved in it for many, many years. And then, unfortunately, that um, organization dwindled down in Chicago and no longer, um, they actually fired the lady, remember, that we were, would do the walks with the committee with. And we, we were like, that's it. Yeah. She was awesome. It was weird. It was getting weird there towards yeah. the last one. But that's something that's so close to our hearts. We, we would um, have toy drives for the kids at the hospital. We would have blanket drives, clothes drives, because um, the local hospital would always need, you know, new clothes for the hospital because um, sometimes kids have accidents during chemotherapy, yeah. after chemotherapy. Um, I remember one time we loaded up the minivan and yeah. with like toys and, and stuff. We and did that for his birthday, remember? Yes, that was his instead birthday. Of, People... Instead of toys, we asked for toys, uh, gifts for him, we asked for toys for the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. If it, if we, if our um, volunteering wasn't, you know, big before Don was diagnosed, it sure was after we became really involved in all that kind of stuff but we met a lot of people <sighs> and um Megan the girl that I met at radio or her mom and her that I met at radiation um she actually was old enough to go to college at where, which is so crazy. She went to college. Oh, no kidding. To nursing school. She wanted to be a nurse. And unfortunately, uh, she had a few reoccurrences of the Wilms tumor. She was diagnosed at an older age. And um, sadly, her family lost her to the cancer and she was not able to graduate from school um she went to she had enrolled in the school that joey's at and um there's a tree dedicated to her and when when joey moved in i asked him to go look for the tree but it's like those are the people that you don't forget because they're there for you know, traumatic experiences and like yeah, walk you through it. Yeah. They're the best people. They are. The best people, the, that family. Um, I haven't seen them in a long time, but 
So, um, they're great people. We saw a lot of kids while we were at the hospital. We met a lot of kids. Um, I think the moral of the story is to just hug your kids tight, be your kids' advocate. Yeah, God forbid you're ever in a situation like that. Um, but yeah, when when you used to say, uh, be your kid's advocate, you know, I don't, like you really need to be there and speak up for your son or daughter, um, uh, you know, and, and tell people what's going on, you know, that need to know the nurses or the doctors like, Hey, this, no, 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 this is not right. Or look at she's in pain. You know, you really, really have to, uh, they, it's really hard when they can't say it themselves. Um, so you as a mother, Jess, are, uh, you've always for that process. I think like we, agreed that like we didn't say it but you took the charge of that and I handled more of like the stuff at home and the other two um while that was all going on and so it was hard to not always know like the names of the medications and stuff like I, I always feel guilty that I'm not more knowledgeable about it but that's just the way that we kind of handled it. Like, we focused on the different areas that needed to be handled. And, you know, I knew that obviously you weren't going to leave his side and the other two, you know, needed right. and keep, stuff too. Right. So. And keep, I still worked. We didn't have FMLA yeah. at my work. I still ran. I because still was it was a, so small. Yeah. yeah. I still had, was the branch manager. So they, I knew that he would receive treatment on Tuesday. So I would take half a day on Tuesday and then take my mom's and he was still fine on Tuesday. And I knew that I have to take off Thursday cause he was going to be sick by Thursday. Right. Like, so they gave me the days off equivalent to, to I think they were unpaid equivalent to FMLA. Yeah. Which I'm grateful for. However, that happened, you know, but again, like I was in, in the moment where I needed to be like the place that I worked at, I could not do it anywhere else. Yeah. Like I, it's just the way that it worked out was amazing. super lucky, super, super, super lucky. lucky. I mean, all like all my coworkers, all our friends, like they did a fundraiser for us. Um, they, we paid the first hospital bill with that, remember? Yeah. And then after that, we were like, thanks. We'd have to do it 50 more times to be, 50. Able, to be able to afford the rest of our lives. But yeah, um, when, when unfortunately, like at least here in America, um, like if you get if someone in your family is diagnosed with something like that, like you're, you're also getting diagnosed with bankruptcy too. So it's horrible. It's horrible. But. Yeah, we're lucky. We are lucky. We count our blessings every day. We're grateful. Um, thank you, listeners, to listen to our story. 
Um, we just want really to send out positive. Um, I know it doesn't seem positive at the time and it's really draining and taking you long for the ride, but um, it is a huge part of my life that I would not want to talk about it with anybody else but Joe because um, it's it's emotional. It's um, It's an open wound. Yeah, um, this talking about this messes me up for like a good twenty four <laughs> hours. Sorry. No, it's cool. Like, but it, um, Alice will hopefully Alice will be back soon. Um, she'll probably you know have some time to um think of some questions to talk about, and we'll continue on from here with the rest of our uh, journey. Um, but thank you guys all for listening. Thank you to all my fans out there. Thank you. <laughs> I love all of the uh, well wishes and. Hey, and we have listeners letters. in Ireland and England. Yeah. That is your home base. Ireland, my husband is Irish. So. I mean. And. I wish I was more Irish than anything right. else, but I'm and all their things. And but. you have to tell them you're also English. And I'm also English, yeah. So you, you might, we might either lose listeners or gain listeners. Yeah. Well, I love the UK. That's it. <laughs> um, but thank you all. And um, Alice will hopefully be back soon. Uh, I hope you guys learned a lot and are able to take this with you and continue to listen. Um, I will hope to remind you guys in September that September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. So when you see that gold ribbon, um, just think of those littles that are going through treatment. Cancer does not discriminate, doesn't care how old you are. Um, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to us. Please share away. I would love for you guys to share our um, podcast with all your friends and family, um, anybody that you think would benefit from it. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Two Broke Team Moms Grew Up. Um, thank you all again for listening this week. We'll be back in two weeks uh, for Two Broke Teen Moms. This is Jess. And I'm Joe. Have a good night. Bye.